The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for. Train in the trees, please walk my sycamore. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? This is Nookie Bishop Jr., and you are listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast Special Edition right here, Rapid Fire Edition, all things non-COVID. So if you want to get our take on what we think about Corona and COVID-19, go to our other episodes. You'll be uh, entertained by our takes and some serious thoughts on the COVID virus. But right now, we're going to get into some things that are non-COVID related. With me, T. Petty, how you doing? I'm fantastic. How are y'all? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. And Idris Elbow Jr., how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Still got a little bit of ash on my elbow, but I'm good. I hear that. Okay, so we just, in no particular order, going to go through uh, these items that uh, we want to go through and get your takes uh, on these. Um, United Airlines. Porn is a problem on United Airlines. These passengers get on, <laughs> on their laptops and other things. United was on this list by this watchdog group that said that United was uh, allowing these uh, folks watching pornography on the plane to uh, be pervasive uh, in their aisles. Flight attendants had to be trained um, to spot and ask these nasty individuals to shut down their porn while on the plane. Uh, United has been removed from the watchdog list after training for flight attendants and others. T. Petty, porn on planes. What's your take? You can't wait until you get off the flight to watch porn. Straight nasty. That's a problem. That is nasty. Unbelievable. Adris, what is wrong with porn on a plane? I don't see a problem here. I don't see an issue. That's like free Wi-Fi. You can like pull it up like you right there. You like you got time. You like, you know, you, you're trying to figure out how you entertain yourself on a flight. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I'm a liberal Scorpio, but on a plane, which may have children. Right. That's a no-no. But if, you know, you have to play it by situations like, I don't understand why you can't wait till you get home. But if you have nobody on your left, nobody on your right, and you're on a window seat and you tilt your computer by yourself, go ahead and do your thing. But that's generally nasty. But if people exercise common sense, then I wouldn't even know that you watching porn on a plane. Think about my niece, your daughter, Idris. You know how planes are set up. Let's say we on a flight somewhere and uh, Chad in front of her is watching Pornhub. And she's like, Daddy, what's that? You wouldn't be mad? Don't lie. Look, I would be mad if she saw it. But, like, if I'm at the house, I'm watching porn at the house. So she technically, not in front of her, no. But I watch porn at the house. Okay. Why can't I watch it on a plane? All right, next issue, Tilly Buchanan. I believe uh, she's a Utah native. Um, we talked about this on a previous episode. Uh, it was a hot day. Her and her husband uh, stripped down to their underwear. Her stepchildren saw her. Some kind of way this got reported to the police. She was on trial, and she was found guilty of uh, lewdness in front of her stepchildren. May need to register as a quote-unquote sex offender uh, based on these Utah laws. One, Utah a state where you can have multiple wives, but apparently you cannot uh, show your titties in front of your stepchildren. <laughs> T. Petty, what do you think about that? 
Like I said before, a titty is the least of your concerns. A kid can see a titty. A titty by itself is not a sexual thing unless you make it that. Idris, I tend to agree. What do you think about that? I think a titty by itself is a wonderful thing. Oh <laughs> it is. It's nothing wrong with that. You you agree with me, T. Patty? Like I, I like I, I I do think this is an overreach of the law. It's just like you know, it's almost like overreaching in the house, overreaching in the airplane. Like you should just let that be. What people watch on their own personal computer and what people do in their own home, that should be left up to them. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe it. All right, next subject. Uh, our favorite actor, Jussie Smollett, a.k.a. Juicy Smollett, is facing new charges in Chicago related to his fake-ass racial attack. Um, by December 31st, 2020, will Juicy Smollett be in jail? T. Petty. I don't know. I haven't really been watching this because, frankly, I don't care. Chicago got other shit to worry about. All right. Idris? You know, I, I, I think Juicy should go to jail for this one. Like he should really go to jail because you can't you can't be filing no fake report with the police about like this thing that happened to you and you have everybody up in arms about it and it, it ain't really happened. Like I think you need to do a little bit of jail time, but not like like federal prison. I'm talking about like in a county, like county jail. Like go there for like three weeks or something like that. I would take like, the federal you know, prison over. No, nah, I don't think you prison. need federal prison. That's too much. That's that's too much. But if you Solitary go to like confinement, yeah, if you just go to like the local jail, like I think that'll be enough for him. T. Petty? And you start locking up all these white women filing false charges against black men, then we can talk about Juicy. Unbelievable. Okay, next subject. FC Cincinnati. That is not a curse thing. It's Football Club Cincinnati. It is a major league soccer team. Of course, uh, major league soccer, along with all sports leagues, are um, shutting down temporarily. But the FC Cincinnati head coach uh, resigned after players reported that he used the word, the N-word, um, reciting rap lyrics in the locker room. One, should the coach have had to resign if using the N-word while reciting rap lyrics? Two, nigger or nigger, that's the difference. I, it was not reported which one he used. And three, what song do y'all think that he was reciting lyrics to uh, that caused him to have this outburst, which eventually led to his resignation? T. Petty. Number one, yes, he should have resigned after he got his ass beat. Number, what was the number two question? Um, nigga or nigger? Either one, ass beat. Okay. And number three, who knows? Almost every song got nigga in it these days. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Idris, listen, he was singing along with the song, and he he felt the moment. He was in the moment, and he just kind of let it fly. My thing is, he shouldn't get fired. But like the black people who was in the room, they need to lay the smack down on it. It's like it's, it's, that, that's just like like if you're gonna say it, then we get to whoop your ass. There it is. Like I... that that that's that's just common, and then we good. An intervention. This we good. This is it's like we call it we call it even. I believe. Okay, so I don't know what song it was, but I think that it would be funny if the song was "My Nigga, My Nigga" <laughs> by YG. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole song. That's the hook. That's, that's the line. That's the line. I mean, that's the lyrics, that, that's I, everything. I believe my nigga, my nigga by YG 
has the most instances of the word nigga used in the entire song. Could you, could you imagine? It's like, that's the whole song. That's I was the just whole singing song. along with the so song. Like, I'm just trying to have a bond between me and my players. you just sit your ass there and you just say my the whole time. My. 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 Exactly. That's what you do. There it is. Period. Okay, so um, Burger King uh, has put out some ads with moldy Whoppers in them. Why? To show that they have moved over to a all non-preservative um, sort of uh, stand stance uh, as far as their food is concerned. One, are you a Burger King, McDonald's, or other person? And how do you feel about them using a moldy Whopper in their print advertising? Look, you cannot have it both ways, Burger King. You cannot sell the Impossible Whopper, which is technically not meat, and then at the same time say we got real meat. You want it both ways, Burger King. And the only reason you sell an Impossible Whopper is that you can sell people non-meat. It ain't because you love vegans, because you love the environment. You say we can sell stuff that's not real meat. And people will eat it. T. Patty, before I get your thoughts, you you dumb sons of bitches that go to Burger King and then you want this impossible Whopper because you're vegan or vegetarian or whatever the fuck you are. Actual and vegetable. then you get upset because that same spatula and that same hot fire grill is used to make beef Whoppers. Shame on you and fuck off. Agreed. So, I mean... I don't really care. If you're going to Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, you don't really give a fuck about health anyway. So what difference does it make? It doesn't make a difference. There it is. I, I mean... I, I am a Burger King person. I'm a McDonald's person. Same. Uh, I'm a Wendy's person, and I'm a Five Guys person. So I I grew up on beef. I eat beef. And that's what I and said. And probably till my dying day, I will be eating burgers. So there's that. Go ahead, uh, Idris. What is in the Impossible Whopper? Like, that's something they don't say. They say it's an Impossible Whopper. They say it's vegan. What if it's, like, Soylent Green? Like, it's people. The Impossible Whopper is people. Like, what? Like What What kind of meat what kind substitute? What kind of flesh-eating type of shit is you talking that's about? That's what I'm saying. Like, they, they advertising a meatless burger. I don't agree with that. But they don't disclose what's in the meat it's it's some type of mix up of vegetables some probably type some type of binder so and then say. like the necessary and uh whatever the law will allow in terms of uh, rat poop and uh <laughs> rat hair there is there are microscopic you know parts per billion there are there are standards for rat hair and rat poop and shit that can be in bugs that can be in the Impossible Whopper or just meatless products in Man, general. Man, check out that movie Soylent Green. I think that's the name of it. Mm -hmm. Where it's like they had this food substitute they were sharing with the public. Come to find out it was people. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm telling you. All right. So on this next subject, I'm going to show y'all this picture in studio. This company in California has actually designed a robot that can make fries, burgers, and everything and replaces human beings as far as your food delivery or your restaurant experience is concerned. One, how do you feel about robots making your food? Two, would you eat it? And three, what do you think this means for the food delivery and restaurant service uh, in America going forward? Pre-Rona, I would say this is jacked up. But post-Rona, I say that's the future. That's the wave of the future. 
It's, it's incredible. like not having people cook your food, but having robots cook your food. That might be the new way. I robot burger. What do you think about that, T Patty? I agree that it is the future. This is where we're headed. Uh, it doesn't matter. If a robot is cooking the food, my only question is, why is a robot getting paid three dollars an hour? What are you uh, gonna spend his money on? Well, I mean, you know, it's credits. It's not officially uh, money, I guess. But wait, um, we already moved on to robot rights. I know. <laughs> like, but, yeah, like, the robot uh, deserved fifteen dollars uh, an hour. Gentrification, get fair wages, robot rights. So, well, we need to think about the workers that this robot is going to replace. Unbelievable. What are they going to do? Um, yeah, they uh, better brush off uh, their resumes and with the quickness. But yeah, it's being tested in California, and the robot has eyes, and you know it just keeps cooking and cooking. Can go twenty four hours a day, replace humans, and that might be the food delivery model of the future. Idris, that is the future for every industry. I, I tell you, Nookie, like part of the work that I do is like helping um, organizations think about the future. And kind of what what it looks like, and I was um, part of this um, future planning session with um, a human service um, provider, and every scenario we did was a massive amount of loss of jobs due to automation. Unbelievable! And this is what you see it right right here. This is an example of it, and so it's coming. You're gonna feel it. The economy is gonna shift. And then we have to figure out, like, what do we do with the massive amount of people that are not working? I believe that children are the future. No, burgers made by robots is the future. <laughs> uh, Dateline, Slidell, Louisiana. What were y'all doing in 1997? Myself, I was unmarried, um, you know, in my late 20s, having a good old time, you know, drinking and whatever else 20-year-olds do. Well, in Slidell, Louisiana, the police pulled this man over and his license plates had not been renewed since 1997. T. Petty, <laughs> your thoughts on, and the excuse he gave the police was, I've been busy and I didn't have the money. Bruh, please. 1997 had not had his license plate, plates renewed since 1997. Ain't no telling how many designs... Um, that the license plates had changed <laughs> since 1997. So you got these old-ass Mayberry RFD license plates on your car. Police pull you over, and um, you hadn't had them changed since 1997. One, what's your thoughts on the excuse about he didn't have the money or the time, um, but he was going to get right on that? And um, just just what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? What's the, what's the thing that you've delayed the most in either terms of days, months, or years that can even come close to this 1997 license plate story? Nothing. Y'all know me. I'm a very organized person. I have never delayed anything months or years. Weeks, yes. Months or years, no. But you know the first thought that came to my mind? 1997 expired place he had to be white because black men get pulled over with the regularity so he would have got caught a month after his license plate expired no video or no uh, picture of the person with the said That's the 1997 you know 1997 no expired license plates uh idris what you think about that? petty is right because i've gotten pulled over with expired <laughs> license plate <laughs> so that's happened to me i've actually i've actually had that happen and um, my thing is like, well, whose fault is that? It's his fault. That ain't the dude's fault. Like, if if you've been riding without license plates for over twenty years, I think that's the state's fault. Cause like, why would I pay to register the license plate 
in my car and for 20 years i think it should just be a, a moratorium if, if you miss it for 20 years that means you you just you just you should just let it go like the moratorium on library books yep yep like just if bring it, the plates in and get new ones if it goes past a certain time like you just like you just write it off unbelievable you just write it off unbelievable so the next thing we're going to talk about uh, we talk about the recliner seats on the airplanes right guy got on the airplane had a brand new macbook pro very expensive uh, laptop computer somebody leaned back uh, Lean in back. their seat and destroyed the screen of the macbook pro one if that happened to you what would you do and two where do you go to seek relief uh in terms of your laptop being destroyed by the reclining seat number one that's his fault i have a macbook pro i fly all the time you know what's never happened to me that you know why because if you're going to work on the tray table in front of you you extend the tray towards you so if the person in front of you wants to use the privilege that they paid for to recline their seat it doesn't get caught in the little lip of the thing that's his fault mm. Idris, i disagree with this of course you if i'm using my macbook pro to watch porn on an airplane there we go i don't need it to be destroyed i'm i need my macbook pro so I think this one falls on the airline. Like they should replace my MacBook Pro and they should allow me to watch porn on my MacBook Pro. Okay, and we're going to leave that at that. Uh, next story, I'm going to read just the two opening lines of this story. A New York Yankees minor league team has canceled its O.J. Simpson promotion night after receiving backlash over the event. The Charleston River Dog, the Yankees' single-A affiliate, released its 2020 promotional calendar on Monday. The schedule included an O.J. trial night on May 26, which has since been canceled, which was to offer a juicy new spin on the murder trial that happened 25 years ago. T. Petty won... <laughs> Who the fuck was in this room when this got approved? Uh, clearly, there were no people of color. Uh, and two, what are your thoughts on an OJ trial night uh, being A, B approved and B, being canceled? T. Petty. Speechless. I'm so confused. Who, same question, who was in the damn room when this idea came up? So somebody came up with it and everybody else is like, that sounds fantastic let's do it it was probably like on a conference call and everybody had their motherfucking mute button on <laughs> and it was just like anybody all right the item passes next item my, my thing is what you gonna give away at the oj simpson night the isotoner glove one isotoner glove you gonna give away a gavel that says guilty that's what you that's with, the, with the team logo on it he was found not no, guilty. No, well, okay, you get non-guilty and guilty ones, and you just there be you pick one, and however many they hold out, however many they give out, that's the that's the verdict I on mean, the trial. It was an ill-advised idea. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go back uh, to some eating items. Joey Chestnut, a world uh, record holder for many eating oh, contests. That's a hot dog man, right? Yes, uh, he, as you know him from the July Fourth Coney Island. Uh, hot dog eating contest. This time, this brother ate 32 Big Macs uh, in 38 minutes. One, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how disgusting is that? And two, what is the most of anything you've ever eaten in one sitting? Idris. Man, is he still alive? Yes. Like His, his like cholesterol got to be like off the charts. That's like impossible. It was how like 38,000 calories and God knows how many milligrams of sodium. That's crazy. I can't remember the last thing 
Like I ate that many of. I don't think it's anything I want to eat that many of. That's crazy. 32. 32. That's Scale disgusting. of 1 to 10. T. Petty, how nasty is that? A 12. 12? That's disgusting. Okay. The most I've ever eaten. Sometimes I can eat all of the fries that come with a Five Guys order. Okay. That's okay. pretty bad, too. All right. Well, I mean, fries is one thing. That's They come in a group of fries. There are many like that. But pretty much if you're going into... Um, if you're going into McDonald's or you order one via your food delivery services, it's one burger. A double quarter pounder with cheese would probably be the biggest burger. Oh, I know. Yes. During Lent, you know you can get that two for five special for filet of fish. I've eaten two filet of fish in one sitting. Okay. Okay. Now, but, do you get the regular or for the folks here in the mid Atlantic states or state of Maryland, the, the old, old bay. bay filet? Yeah. You get one of each. There you go. There you go. Um, Idris, we have enjoyed the Old Bay Filet on many occasions. What's yes. the most of anything you've ever eaten? Wow. The most of anything that I've ever eaten, man, it has to be like those little like hors d'oeuvres, like the little pigs in a blanket. <laughs> you had a party. <laughs> and like people like, you also want to take like three, four of them. <laughs> but I took like my... About 50 of them. Hey, like, they keep coming over with like, them. We're going to eat them. You it's take just... something like later, you wrap them up in a napkin. That's probably like, that's the most I can eat. Unbelievable. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, America's most dangerous podcast and America's most sanitized podcast. We in the studio right now with T. Petty and Idris Elbow, and this studio smells like straight bleach. So you know that this podcast has been sanitized for your convenience. Next item, uh, 2022. Don't know what y'all will be doing in a couple of years, but that is when Black Panther 2 will be coming out. Uh, not all of the characters and um, folks have signed on for this, but they do have some returning uh, characters. Uh, Okoye, played by uh, Danai Guerra. Uh, she's part of the uh, all-female fighting force. She will be back. Uh, Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, she is coming back. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, obviously, you can't have a movie without him. Everett Ross, the lone white guy, the uh, white uh, <laughs> chocolate chip in a bowl of um, chocolate pudding. Uh, he played the FBI agent or whatever he was. He's coming back. And then uh, Queen Ramunda, played by the ageless Angela Bassett, will also be back. Black Panther 2, you can't wait for it. And two, what are your feelings on, you know, how we need to turn out uh, for Black Panther 2? So, cannot wait for it. We need to turn out like we did for the original one. Nookie, you know. We had a whole we experience. Showed out. We showed out. It was a fantastic experience. I'm ready to replicate. I'm ready to see my next ex-husband on screen. Okay. Michael okay. B. Jordan. All right. All right. Um, well, one of my next. I have several. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. Sign me up. All right. Idris, Black Panther 2, 2022. What you feel, bro? Man, I'm looking forward to it. We did it big last time. But my thing is like, what is going to be the plot of this new 
Black Panther. They got to be like fighting like white supremacists or something. Like something, something got to be like really hot in there. Like it's got to be like um, maybe it's like something like a virus or something has been released. It's going to be released and they're fighting to stop it or something like that. Like that. I'm, I'm looking forward to the plot of the new Black Panther. Vibranium kills COVID. That is one plot. Oh, and I just want to. <laughs> the Merchant Tribe will not challenge today that's that's what i want to hear i'm just looking forward to seeing all the beautiful black people on screen absolutely absolutely okay so this poll came out um america's quote-unquote 20th happiest cities i'm going to give you the top 10 um tell me your thoughts on the top 10 of the happiest list and where maybe the most uh unhappiest city in america is so from 10 to 1 pearl city hawaii santa rosa california Scottsdale, Arizona, Huntington Beach, California, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Madison, Wisconsin, Irvine, California, San Jose, California, Plano, Texas. I have no idea why. And according to this list, Fremont, California, the happiest city in America. Uh, T. Petty, your thoughts? No to all of those. That's all bullshit. Ain't enough black people in none of those cities. Okay. How happy could you be? All Your right. food is unseasoned and you have no rhythm. Okay. Idris, what do you think about that? I agree with T. Petty on this. How many black people live in those cities? Because you like, like that's that's how you make the list. Like the least amount of black people who live in the city. Like we the happiest. Like, no Negroes. No, no Negroes here. We happy. Now that's, have, that's a crazy. Like, what's the most like the unhappiest cities? Let's see. Uh, Stockton, California. Uh, Death Valley, California. Who lives in Death Valley? Uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Mm, I don't know. We have to see. Now, look, I have to stick up for one of these cities on the list. Scottsdale, Arizona. Love it. Vacation in the Phoenix area. It's hot, but it's great. The people are nice. I love it. It is a very happy city, so I can't front on Scottsdale. Love Arizona, irrespective of your thoughts as far as the political system is concerned and the whole nine yards, but I absolutely, positively love Scottsdale, Arizona, and got to stick up for Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale is in the desert, right? It is in the desert. So like, so you, so you just happy living in the desert by yourself, nobody around. You just like isolated from other people. So it seems like the states are the places that are most isolated from the rest of the world seem to be the most happiest right now. Okay, T. Patty, your thoughts? <sighs> you know, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't really think New about Orleans. Being... New Orleans. New Orleans has got to be a top five happiest city. Vegas. Definitely most drunk. City. Definitely most drunk. Or Vegas high. has got to be in the top five. True. New York, right? Like, they don't give a shit about nothing. Like, they just keep going <laughs> on. So I bet you people in New York is happy. Probably. Okay. Most of them. The All ones right. that can still afford to live in New York. San Francisco's got to be happy. Mm, it depends on if who you If you got talk. money. Depends on who you talk to. If you got money. You can be happy you in can San be happy Francisco. In San Francisco. That's true. And um, What you about know, D.C.? The idiot, like towns in the south make the happy list there were no towns in the south according to that list or See, what that, if, that's suspect right there what's the happiest town in the south i think the happiest town in the south wow this has got to be it's it's hard for this one right here because that's that's right because like you you always dealing with the like legacy of like racism and slavery in the south even in the northern cities but like the south is especially pronounced Over. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say like probably one of the happiest places, one of the most visited is Charleston, South Carolina, believe it okay. or not. Shrimp and grits. Yeah. All day, so. all night. T. 
Tea Patty? I'll be in Charleston later this year, so I will report back. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, next report. A, a report that just came out, a survey says that by 2025, 74%, almost three out of every four television watchers will be streamers as opposed to having a cable or satellite service or will be watching regular broadcast TV. A, what do you think of the report? And are you a streamer, a live broadcast TV watcher, or both? Uh, what do you think, Adrice? Look, I'm a streamer and a and a live TV watcher on the free broadcast networks. And I got a jailbroken, like, fire TV, so I watch all the bootleg movies. So right, that's the new that. bootleg. So the only thing I regret is, like, the bootleg CD man is, like, out of business now. Like, you, you know, it's, it's hard to make a living selling bootleg CDs when you bootleg streaming videos. Okay. All right. What do you think about that, T. Patty? Are you a streamer? Uh, what do you think of a report? Three out of every four consumers in the future by 2025 will be streamers. And B, are you a streamer, a live TV broadcast watcher, or a mix of both? I think that's true. I'm a streamer. I have been for over four years. I have no reason to go back. Ever. I have everything I need. I can watch it on demand when I'm ready. As long as I get my sports, y'all know how I am, then I'm happy. That's I'm saving up. money and I get everything I want to watch. Okay. And I need to talk to you uh, off uh, microphone about uh, a sign-in for your service. I got a couple of uh, <laughs> sign-ins that I'm willing to share with y'all. Um, just, just don't so I can judge con- my watch history. That's no, no, no. Saying. Not okay. No worries at all. I don't, I don't judge. Um, <laughs> but I got a couple of sign-ins I can share so I can, uh, you know, uh, broaden my television watching experience. Okay. Uh, climate and weather. Northeast cities are nearing their least amount of snow days ever. Just let me read this. This is from CNN. Some eastern U.S. cities are coming off the least snowy February on record. Baltimore, Providence, Rhode Island, Philadelphia, uh, New York City, Newark, New Jersey, Bridgeport, Connecticut, and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania all carry that designation. I'll just continue to read this. Not one of these cities reported measurable one one hundredth of one inch or higher snowfall for the entire month of February. February was not only the month without the white fluffy stuff, according, uh, was not the only month without the fly, fluffy white stuff, according, uh, covering the ground. For some cities, they have had below average snowfall for the few months leading up to Groundhog Day. Uh, Philly has had a total of 0.3 inches of snow uh, this entire season. Um, let's see. They only had one day where they had measurable snow, so on and so forth. Boston, a very um, you know, snowy city only had 11 days of measurable snow. So, um, the year without the winter one, um, what did you enjoy or not enjoy about having snow or not having snow? And two, in terms of what you talked about on a previous episode, T Petty, as far as the permafrost is concerned, um, are you expecting the, um, bug, um, population and what's those bugs that make all that noise? Cicadas. The cicadas. Is is this cicada hell coming up for us this spring? So, y'all know I love snow. I'm from the Midwest. I want all the snow. I've been very sad we didn't get any snow this year. I'm depressed about it. I think this means this summer's going to be hot as hell. Worse than usual. And the permafrost is going to thaw. Y'all see they found a case of chlamydia in the ocean. So How we're does doomed. chlamydia get in the ocean? I don't know, but we're doomed. Unbelievable. 
Uh, Idris, we had no snow this winter. What does this mean for the spring and summer, and what do you expect? I'm, I'm still stuck on chlamydia in the ocean. Like, that made me not want to go to the beach. Like, I, I'm, I'm worried about that. But, like, when you think about the snow, if y'all ain't guessed it, like, I live in Baltimore. I live in B-more. So, like, the, the fact that, and I grew up in the South. So the fact that B-more had just as much snow, maybe less than, like, North and South Carolina, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, like, if people, like, you know, say, like, climate change is a hoax and whatnot, like, man, that's that's that's, that's crazy. That's, that's like, real. proof right there. 67 in Juneau, Alaska this winter. I mean, this is crazy, right? So, you know, generally speaking, it's like uh, it's been a pattern of a hot summer and then a rainy summer and then a hot summer and a rainy summer. So last summer, 2019, was hot. I think one of the warmest summers recorded on record. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what this is about. So now this next piece, this is We Are Very Responsible Podcast, and we have a public service announcement that we would like to share from the folks at Sesame Street. Going to see if this audio going up to the mic will work, and then we'll go ahead and talk about this. This is my main man from Sesame Street, Count Van Count, talking to the children about the U.S. Census. Hold Did on to see if I can get this to work. you he had a last name? Count Van Count? I never knew that. He must be black. Yep. Ah, the census, my favorite time of the decade. Census? What's that? Oh, it is a special time when we count each person in every home in all the neighborhoods across the country. Uh, one. One monster of Sesame Street. Oh, your kids count? Of course. Everyone in your home counts, especially little kids and babies. One, two... Two little kids. But why do we count everyone? Ah, great question. Counting everyone in your home helps support your neighborhood for the next 10 years by funding things like schools, hospitals, and buses. So count yourself and everyone in your home. In 10 minutes, you can complete the census by calling or going online or return your form by mail. It's easy, secure, and most important, it's totally private. Make, Make your, your family, family count. count. Ah, ah, ah. All right, All right, Nookie, right Nookie. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Sesame Street, you know they have the ears of the children, like Wu-Tang. Sesame Street is for the children. One, given our current set of circumstances here in the United States, will this be the most inaccurate census account of all time and two who is your favorite sesame street character Idris? all right that one that make me not trust the census if you turn it over to a fictional vampire who likes to count like that just tell me that just reeks of incompetence right there right out the bat and then it sounds like he's gonna actually eat those children <laughs> like I, I'm, like how many children in y'all home? <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> I would not trust the count to count my children. And I would say like my favorite Sesame Street character, especially right now, it's got to be Oscar the Grouch. He's like he don't want nothing to do with you. Like stay away. Oscar is like the king and the inventor of self quarantining. T Petty. What do you think about the accuracy of this, the 2020 census, given our set of circumstances that we have here in America? And two, who is your favorite Sesame Street character? Considering the fact that the federal government is currently being run by the dumbest group of people in the history of the entire world, I have no confidence in the accuracy of the count. And I don't put it past them to manipulate 
the count to do some type of racist bullshit because that's where we are. Number one. Number two, my favorite character has always been Oscar the Grouch. Like you said, the pioneer of social distancing. He hates everybody. Beat it. Scram. Is me. Because y'all know I don't like nobody. Me and Oscar been down since they put out that tape. It was a cassette tape when I was in elementary school, and Oscar had the hit single, I Love Trash. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar's my boo. Let me give this PSA. If you are in a bad place and you are going through hell, keep going. Because just because you're trash doesn't mean that you cannot do great things. It's called garbage can, not garbage cannot. Wait, wait. You can't forget the dopest Sesame Street character of all time, Big Bird. Big Bird run the block on Sesame Street. He keep everybody in check. That joke is like seven feet tall. He like the Debo of like Sesame Street. Big Bird is just a tall He's a he's a nosy ass. He's like, hey, what are you doing, Mr. Hooper? He always in somebody's business. So I'm going to have to give the thumbs down to nosy ass Big Bird. Oh, T-Petty? I agree. Big Bird, A, is too friendly. He'll never mind. He ain't from New York. Is he a he? I've never really been clear I think he's on a man. Big Boy's gender. Or Big Bird. Big Bird's gender. Big Boy from Outcast is a Big man, Bird. just to be accurate. Also, going back to the count. I don't know where they got this bootleg ass count from, but he does not have enough bass in his voice, and I don't trust him. Okay, I don't so th- trust men with just treble in their voice. They've been doing this and show. And there for- ain't no like thunder and lightning when he speak, wing out. Well, it's well, you, be thunder and lightning. You don't want to shock the shit out of these little children when they you're trying to get the them. shit out of us. I understand that, but it's a different time. Now, one, nope. they've been doing Sesame Street for 50 years, so the original voice of the count is probably dead or retired or both. I'm talking about original to me. Okay. And I don't trust that treble ass count. Okay. Bring back the count from the 70s. Okay. Now, two things. One, um, the first transient person or transient character ever in the history of children's television was Mr. Snuffleupagus. Snuffy Mm. was not in every episode. He sort of came and went and drifted. He really didn't have a home of his own. He did have a mama, but he was always staying at Big Bird's place. And then I believe the times that he was not staying with Big Bird, he was in and out of rehab and on the streets. Hey, Bird, just got out of rehab. How you doing? I need a place to crash. He's like, sure, Snuffy, come on over. We'll smoke doobies together. So I'm just saying. Hey, listen, I, I think that's right about, like, Mr. Snuffleupagus because he, he was just kind of in and out of there. And the other thing, like, I think with the count, like, he smoked Newports. Like, <laughs> like you, you can guarantee the count smoked Newports. 20, 20 cigarettes in a pack of Newports. Ah, ah, oh, wonderful mental. Ah, 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 well, in the 70s, he probably smoked Cools because Cools was a black cool cigarette in the 70s. Cool miles. The, the Newport thing didn't happen until the early 90s, maybe? Yes, yeah, the yeah. 80s? 80s, But yeah, I think yeah. you might have a point about Snuffy. Also, Snuffy was the genesis of these fucked up eyelashes that people are running around with. It's like, I mean, who who do these people, who do these ladies think they fooling with these fake ass eyelashes? Double I had the bomb eyelashes, right? Like that was, yeah, that was on fleek. 
<laughs> have you ever seen the eyelashes on the cars, on the headlights? Have you yes. seen those? My goodness, really? Yes. Like, really? I, I had a Lyft driver pick me up in that. I almost didn't get in. I almost just canceled the ride. Like, that's, I have standards. That's very, very suspicious. Now, my other, my favorite Sesame Street character is not Grover, but Super Grover. And here's why. Oh. One, it's healthy for children and for some adults to have alter egos but two even though he wasn't the greatest flyer in the world and he did dangerous shit and got fucked up and fell in the buildings and shit <laughs> super grover put that motherfucking uh metal helmet on and was flying and he didn't give a fuck he's like i'm just gonna try it so try new things do new things you might crash the first second three four hundred five hundred times but you know for 501 get up and fly again y'all love super grover yes or no Super Grover was great, but the only thing he taught me was like near and far. He'll run up to the camera like near and then run back. Far. <laughs> Too funny. Near. <laughs> far. Unbelievable. I think what this discussion has showed is that Sesame Street has had a lasting impact on all of us. I haven't watched Sesame Street since my daughter was very small, which was a long time ago. And it still has a positive impression. Sesame Street, solid. Word. Like, all, you was talking about Near and Fire, all the songs from Sesame Street. Um, Rubber Ducky, Rubber You're the Ducky, One. You're the One. Remember they had the, uh, the Sesame Street <laughs> Christmas special? When Christmas is over, save a little cheer. Like Susan and, <laughs> oh, Gordon was a pimp. Remember Gordon was a pimp? Gordon with that with that porn stash. Yeah, Gordon was a pimp. He Maria? played a pimp in a movie. Maria, Maria, who is ageless. Maria is still like 37. I had a crush on Maria growing up. Melanin. And Maria and Luis in real life was married. Bob, remember Bob? Mr. Hooper owned the store. I don't even know how he made Mr. no money because it looked like he was like giving out everything for free. You right. Unbelievable. Right. Bob, um, oh, who Sesame else? Street. Luis. Luis was a fix-it man, right? He had the shop. That's what's up. Susan. David, remember Susan? Um, Maria was married to David or they was, a, was they married on the Word. show? David Maybe they were shacking up. Yeah, Sesame Street yeah. was progressive. Word. Sesame Street was very progressive. So again, um, on the serious note though, uh, irrespective as to what's going on, uh, even if they slide that form up under your door, uh, participate in the census. We already know that uh, 3 to 10% of people will not get counted in the United States. Like Think of like 100 people in your head that you know. You already know that about 12 to 15 to 20 of them people will not be counted. You go in any barber shop, any beauty salon in America, you already know that everybody up in there is not going to get counted. They're too worried about this and that and might not get counted. So, And I'm not telling y'all to commit a crime, but if you have a form and you mail it back in, Put some extra people in your house that may or may not come and visit. You're literally and get your, telling them to and get crime. your population up because you know this support is not dollars by Sesame Street. Support dollars from your government depend on who you got. You know, if you live in a less populous state, pump it up. But you know, if you live in a very populous state, what is it, 40 million people in California, and so on mm -hmm. and so forth, you know how your state ranks. You may or may not want to add a few more people onto your census account form just to you know even out the people that may not. Uh, fill out their census form. T. So, Petty? y'all filling y'all census form out? Given the, the people that are running the federal government? Uh, I'm going to fill mine out with the extra people just in case. <laughs> I, you know, I got mine the other day, like in the mail. They got like the little form thing. 
And I think I'm just going to wait until they come around to my door. Because, <laughs> like, if you don't fill it out, they come to your door. In so, theory. In theory, they come to your door. So I'm going to see if they're going to come come to my door. I don't know if I'm going to actually do the paper form. You can do it online, too. But I don't, I don't know. Well, you got to turn the the uh, window off with a porn and then go right to the... Right. Uh, got to go to the census well, site. That ain't going to happen there. You okay. might as well. They're going to have to wait to come to my house. <laughs> All right, oh <laughs> census taker comes to your house, rings a doorbell or knocks. And they have on gloves and a mask because you're not, you know, you, one pen, one customer. What y'all going to do? They're not coming to my door. Y'all know I don't let people go to my house without calling first. Okay. So I will fill out my form reluctantly, but I'll do it. Okay. I, Online? I no, because I don't trust these fools to run anything online. Okay. I okay. will. You gonna fill the out the bubbles with the pencil? The one thing that I will fill out the bubbles with a number two pencil mm-hmm. and mail it back, even though I don't trust them to do the right thing with it. But I'm gonna do my civic duty because I'm responsible. Okay. And um, don't go for the okie doke. Don't fill out that other bubble. If it's a black or African American, fill in that whatever you are. Fill in that circle. Be proud of what you are. Don't split your heritage though. But if you black, I'm just saying, just put black. Because we allegedly 13% of the population. And you know, like I said, it could be 3 to 10% wrong. We might be 23% of the population. Who knows? But I'm just saying, fill out your census form and do it as accurately as possible. And like I said, if you want to put a couple, you know, more extra people on your thing, mm, it's okay. You know, I, the thing about the census, like they keep throwing out this number by 2040, the majority of people living in the United States will be people of color. Yes. By 2040. It's our time. And I, I think that's making a lot of people nervous. And like as the census kind of comes up, I don't know if they really want to, you know, they really want to show that growth in the number of like people of color in the state. So like that's going to going to be interesting how this census kind of shapes, you know, the future of America. I think that based upon that information that Idris has just shared with us. You should count yourself and your alter ego <laughs> on your census form just to make sure that the numbers balance out because somebody might be doing the other thing. You want to make sure those numbers even out. So count yourself twice, just like you have your birthday and you might have another day that you was born again. You can have two. <laughs> this is my real birthday, but this is my born again day. All evangelicals. There it is. All y'all evangelicals. Oh there it is. So we're going to get out of here on this. So yes, your census form will be coming around either by mail or you can fill it out online. Do what you need to do, but stand up and be counted. Um, you know, it's, uh, it is important and, uh, we'll see how these numbers shake out when the results come out in 2021. So that's it for this, uh, rapid fire, uh, edition of the digital gumbo podcast. As always, you can get in contact with us. We are on Instagram at the digital gumbo. I'm on Instagram at Nookie Bishop Jr. N-O-O-K-I-E-B-I-S-H-O-P-J-R. We are on Twitter. At the Digital Gumbo, I'm on Twitter 
at Nookie Bishop Jr. And then, of course, you can email us at any time, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com. We are available any and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you have an Alexa-equipped device, just say, Alexa, play the Digital Gumbo podcast, and bam, like three ghosts, me, T. Petty, and Idris Elbow will appear in your home. Remember to go on to iTunes, download, listen to us, rate us five stars like a good Uber driver or a good Lyft driver, share the link with your friends, and um, you know, just just show us some love. That is it. We appreciate y'all spending time with us. Remember to uh, be safe, enjoy yourself, and uh, if you need to get caught up uh, on uh, past episodes, again, uh, listen to us. So uh, for T. Petty and for Adris Elbow, I'm Nookie Bishop Jr. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We love y'all, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. That rise destroy the black family ties. Nah, yeah, this. Their eyes is locked on the sets and confusion replies. The dress unintentionally worn for a check. Gotta laugh, plenty revenue form. Do it again, though only the black ones get the roles. This by design and construct. Can I show you some?